this is Joe Dodds from Power to Live More. This is my weekly newsletter in audio version. If you use the link in the description below, you'll be able to get through to the uh, written newsletter, which has all the links to the things that I'm talking about. So I sent this out on Saturday, the 26th of September. And I said, I'm writing this at the hairdressers, making the best use of time and all that. I'm having my hair dried, so I can't speak to my lovely hairdresser at the moment. So I thought I'd start writing my newsletter and that would be a good plan. And then I got home and life took over. And as a result, I'm sending this far too late. I'm thinking this needs to go back to being a Friday task. I say life took over. Actually, part of that was that we went to our local Amma Dramatic Society performance of A Lower Low. We had to brief little Dodsey before we started and explain some of the best catchphrases so she could appreciate the performance. We realised that good moaning isn't that funny if you don't get why the policeman is speaking a bit strangely. And listen very carefully, I shall say this only once, or it is I, Leclerc, aren't really funny phrases until you've heard them a few times and in context. Horses for courses, the importance of working out what suits you. I'm trying to help little Dodsey with getting stuff done in an advanced and planned way, not easy with a nine-year-old, as you can imagine. And she is a procrastinator like me and will happily do stuff at the last minute, but I really would prefer not to have her staying up late and getting up early, even if that's what I have to do sometimes. I tried to get her into Todoist, which regular readers and listeners will know is my current favourite to-do app. She wasn't in the slightest interested and just ignored it, so creating tasks for her in our shared folder was a complete waste of my time. I know my expectations are a little high. In a conversation about this very thing a couple of weeks ago, she said, it's boring mummy, if it gave me points and was like a game then it might be more interesting. So the gauntlet was thrown down and I started googling gamification and to-do apps and other connected words and I found Habitica. I think that's how you say it. It's a gamified to-do list, you won't be surprised to hear. I set it up and uh, little Dodsey got involved to give her verdict and wow, she is doing her daily habit stuff without even needing to be asked, like brushing her teeth and her hair, for any of you who don't have a nine-year-old daughter. She's even asking to create tasks to get stuff done so she can earn points and then earn hatching potions to hatch her eggs into dis- uh, dinosaurs and the like. No, I have no idea what's going on either or why it's so motivating, to be fair, but it is working. I've humbly learned a lesson, though, which is that it's really important to match the tool to the person. Habitica is working really well for El- Ellie. I nearly got her name wrong then, uh, although I'd hate it. Todoist works really well for me, although Ellie hates that. But we are both getting stuff done using our respective tools. Pork chops and motivation. This week I've published a couple of blog posts. Get me! The first one was a lovely recipe that I dug out to use at the apples that our friends gave us from their garden last week. It's one that my friend's mum gave me about 20 years ago. No, surely I can't be that old. uh, For tipsy pork chops. And the other was an infographic uh, entitled Seven Ways to Stay Motivated, which has some lovely suggestions for how to do that. Random thought about leadership. I was listening to a podcast this week where Simon Sinek was being interviewed. He of the Start With The Why TED Talk. And he used an example of the US forces in the interview, having interviewed a Marine General and talked about leadership not being a rank, but a responsibility and that people usually see leadership as taking charge, but that it is actually about taking care of your charges. And I really liked that positioning. Have you heard of Cano? 
I recently went to the BBC launch of their Make It Digital project, which is all about promoting the importance of digital and encouraging children to learn how to code, which is a major skills gap already, never mind when said children are old enough to enter the workforce. And this week I was at a conference where the person responsible for Cano's customer and employee engagement was presenting. He was talking about how the company started and how successful their Kickstarter appeal was. And then he went on to talk about the customer service approach at Cano and how it's all about empowering people to make decisions. He shared an example about an employee making a decision to drive for an hour on Christmas Day to replace a part from her own personal kit to help get a child online quickly with their Christmas present. And he also talked about recruiting their first customer care person and how she was helping people for nothing on their forum, but didn't even have a cano kit herself. And they also talked about someone on their customer care team who doesn't have a clue about the technical stuff, but who has great empathy with the customer, enhanced by not knowing the technical stuff, ironically, and provides great customer service as a result. It was really interesting to hear about their customer focus and how that manifests. Not sure how useful a resource the story is to you, but I feel compelled to share it. (laughs) System. I love creating systems to make it easier to do stuff. For example... I was procrastinating about editing my new podcast episodes until I created a step-by-step process to edit them and then it's a breeze. And today on Ari Meisel's podcast, I heard a great mnemonic to help you remember why systems are important. So system stands for save yourself time, energy and money. Catch you next time. And if everything goes to plan, I'll be launching my podcast next week or in fact this week now. (laughs) So watch this space.